Hello everyone, welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host Otis and tonight I am joined by my lovely, lovely wife Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the 1999 American teen black comedy horror film and near and dear to my heart, Idle Hands, the comedy that gives horror films the backhand. That's a terrible tagline. That is a terrible tagline. Yeah. Yikes. Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld an eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size and suddenly, to their surprise, they watched them all. Here was the scream of Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 12 of the Halloween Screamathon, the fourth annual Halloween Screamathon. So, every year when I hit October, actually months before, when I'm going through all of my movies that I want to do, there's there's still a giant handful, of, a pot full of movies that I want to show Katie. I just want her to see where my brain is and where my jokes come from and just different things. And I was very excited even though I knew that she probably would have thoughts about this movie, but I showed her Idle Hands, and so this one, it, it's an absolute mess. So I think I've seen it before, but it's been like yeah. a solid 20-something years. Yeah. <laughs> like I probably saw it the year it came out, but I didn't remember a damn thing about it. So the director, Rodman Flinder, that name, I didn't know it, but Never I looked up it. what he also did. Homeboy did Leprechaun 2. He did the good Leprechaun movie. Well, 1 is amazing. 2 and 3 are really fucking good, too. That's one where he goes to Vegas. <laughs> Leprechaun in Vegas. Uh, I gotta show you that one. It's good. But, and that's kind of it. He did this in, like, six other movies, but these are the best two that he did. So this movie it stars so many people near and dear to me. Devin Sawa. To all millennials. Yeah. So Devin Sawa... From Little Giants, Junior from, from Little... D- yeah, Casper. And now and then. So was he the voice of Casper? Or just the human form of Casper? Just the human form of Casper. He should have did both. Uh, his voice, I think at the time, was changing. Oh, yeah. Because that movie was... Like, him and Christina Ricci were both, like, 13 or maybe, yeah. maybe 14. Yeah, it was, like, 14. perfect for his voice to not be uh, Yeah, and, and Ghost Casper is like a little kid like yeah. his voice is very little kitty so i don't think i don't think devin sawa could have done it yeah. and like there would have been weird cracks and it would have been too much oh, yeah i don't i'm not 100 percent. i don't know if he did the voice but i don't think he did i think I it was think... like a girl like yeah. an adult woman did the voice for it sounded it sounded like a female doing a little boy's voice yeah which that's what you do in animated very stuff, common so Seth Green, that's, he's, Robot Chicken, and fucking, uh, what's, what is it? Austin Powers? Thank you. Yeah. So, he's a very funny guy. He's trying to do something with, like, an NFT. He's trying to make a cartoon out of it. It was really stupid. And then someone stole it, and so he had to ransom it back. And he paid money for that NFT. Whatever, he's got a bajillion dollars. Yeah. He's also the voice of Chris. On Family Guy. Yeah, oh, he's got good money. Like, he's been in a billion movies. Like, Oh, yeah, he's, he's doing great. Yeah, wasn't he also in some other horror franchise? Like, uh, 
I thought he was. I'm pretty sure Seth Green has been in other horror films. Oh, for sure. Eldon Henson. Woo-hoo. I don't know if you know that name, but that's, that's fucking Fulton Reed from Mighty Ducks, baby. And also my boy Foggy Nelson from fucking Daredevil. Actually, I think he's coming back. I know. That's the rumor. Let's, I didn't let's hear. Hope. I didn't hear Karen's name. So Good. Excellent. Keep her out of it. Foggy <laughs> Nelson all day, baby. He's the best. Karen's the worst. Bring back Foggy Nelson. Yeah. Jessica Alba, she's a cutie pie. Yeah, so. if you don't know who Jessica Alba is, what you doing? Yeah, what you doing? I didn't know she started in the secret world of Alex Mack. What the fuck was she in in that was show? Was she like evil? She probably was evil. I don't know. I've never. I haven't. I have that whole season, the whole first season, I maybe the whole series on DVD. I don't remember her at all. I had a fat crush on Alex Mack. Yeah, everybody did. I didn't. I don't remember her. I know. I would have had a fat crush on her too. I, I know. That's her. what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't know. I, the first thing I remember her from is Dark Angel. Yeah. No shit. We have to go back. She's also from like Sin City and. Oh man, she was Nancy. Wasn't in she Sin in Machete? No, she wasn't in Machete. She was in Sin City. Yeah, she was. Oh, she was in Machete. She was, she was the cop helping him out. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, she's been in a ton of things. Yeah. Jessica Alba's pretty great. And Vivica Fox. Looking great. So this movie, it's just everybody in it. Mm-hmm. So this one is weird. So this is about a, a stoner, a high school stoner, lazy to the core. And his hand gets possessed by a demon and goes on a killing spree. And it's just the hijinks of a, a, a shitty, stupid kid with a demonic hand. Yeah, It's very silly. Uh, it's based off the the saying that idle hands are the devil's playthings. It's off of that, so uh, it's crazy. The one thing I learned about this movie: at different layers of this movie, people wanted different things from it. So the director he was aiming for a like a teen kind of like Porky's, but with ghosts and shit. He, that's what he was aiming for: silly dick jokes, weed jokes, going things. Devin Sawa and other actors at that level, they were actually aiming for something, not, you know, blood-curdling, but they were trying to go for something kind of scary, but then they were getting pushed to do sillier things, and that's why we see weed as kind of the savior. I'm actually surprised this movie is more similar to Scary Movie rather than Scream. Yeah. Like, I definitely, you can see it, in some of the things that the actors are doing in this film, that they're trying to make it be, like, scream level. Yeah. Like, the first 20 minutes, it's and then, pretty and then good. And then, as it continues on, you're like, oh, no, they're choosing the scary movie. But, yeah. Like, they took the scary movie route. And it's, like, very obvious. It's it's odd, too. Because you can tell that they don't want to be doing these, like, weird, dumb stoner jokes. And it honestly makes Devin Sawa look like a shitty-ass actor. Yeah. And it sucks because he's not like yeah. so he you was, know him from Final Destination. He like he's not a bad actor. Yeah. So he was aiming for something kind of scary. Like I said, the opening to this movie it's a solid scary movie opening, but then it gets silly and stuff like that. So I think test subjects, test subjects, Jesus, people watched the movie early. They were just like, eh, we like the jokes. Have more Jessica Alba in it. Yeah, I get that part, you know. And so it just got a little sillier and sillier from there. So I understand it. But people wanted different things from the movie. So I get it. So, uh, so Katie, thumbs up, thumbs down. What did you think about Idle Hands? Um, 
one thumb up. Not two. It was okay. Uh, I definitely feel like it was too stupid. Like, they yeah. tried to make it really dumb. And it didn't need to be. I felt like, uh, especially Seth Green's character and uh, Eldon Henson's character, they were both, like, the really dumb stoner friends. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't fit them. Like, even after watching Eldon Henson be Fulton Reed, who's kind of like a stoner slacker-ish in The Mighty Ducks, it just didn't fit him. And I don't... I It's hard to see him be that because he's just... That's just not him. He's... Yeah. He's not good at that. He's more the serious kind of guy. And um, Seth Green can do the stupid funny like he did it very he's done it very well his whole career but i feel like this one just missed the mark i don't know it was just okay yeah it wasn't bad i guess but it wasn't it also wasn't scary and it was just like a comedy so kid me i always loved the intro for this movie and the discovery of dead people in his house when anton sees dead people up until that point, I'm like, this is a pretty solid, scary movie. I, I really liked the beginning. And then it just got crazy. But then, you know, Jessica Alba and crazy slapstick jokes and stuff. I always liked this movie. And his, you know, and his friends being around. And they're, like, zombified and stuff. Spoilers. It's just... It, I I enjoy this movie. It, it's, it's those dips into, like, my childhood and just makes me smile and stuff. This was childhood i guess but this was right before high school for me and katie and i man this movie came out i was like this is so fucking fun i i love this movie it's a mess it's dumb but i love this movie so tons tons of cameos in this to the point where katie and i went back multiple times looking for all of them and we could not find all of them but tom delong from Blink-182, we saw him, he was working at the Burger Jungle. Yeah, for like a 30 seconds. Yeah, he just like walks by. Not even 30, he had like a 5 second like, cool bye. And apparently moment. Kyle Gass is somewhere in that scene. Bullshit. Somewhere. He got deleted for yeah. like 100% his scene was deleted. Yeah, I was at least looking. in the version that we watched. Because we, rev- we went back and watched that Burger Jungle scene like 3 times and did not see him at yeah, all. I was looking hard, I was like, where is he? where's kyle but no i was looking real hard but you know tons of people mindy sterling so the mom from austin powers movies the senator clowns oh she was in this she was a bowler at the uh when they go to the bowling alley Mm -hmm. she's just there like i said everybody you see is a young version of somebody that you know now that does funny stuff and so I I love it. So we'll get through this story and we'll talk about the, the plot and then we'll do favorite and least favorite characters and all that stuff. So, like I said, the beginning of this movie, Mr. and Mr. Tobias, so Anton's parents, they are getting into bed and they see a message on the ceiling of their bedroom and it says, I'm under the bed. That's some scary shit. I don't care who you are, how hardcore you are. You look up and it's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm like, eh. you know, I'm going to freak out. And so they hear noises outside. And Mr. Tobias, he goes downstairs to check on the noise. And the mom calls the police. But then 
the phone gets snatched under the bed, and then she gets yanked under the bed, and then blood just shoots out from all the the spots on it and stuff, and Dad gets fucked up. It's rough. So, Anton, he wakes up, and he hasn't seen his parents in a while, but he's he's a stoner, so he just assumes that, I don't know, they're at work, and anytime he gets home, they're off doing something. And so... One morning, he runs out of weed, and so he goes over to his friend Peanub's house. Peanub, what a terrible name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're out of weed, too, and so he's very depressed. And he sees his neighbor, Molly. Hey, it's Jessica Alba. And her little rhyme book falls out of her scooter. And so he chases her, her down. diary. Yeah. So he chases her down to give her the book back. And then the second he leaves... His friends are like, yeah, no, nah, we still got weed. <laughs> and they giggle and they, they smoke weed. And so he talks to Molly. And he you can tell that he's in love with this person. And he's super duper awkward and just doesn't, doesn't know what to say to her. So around this time, we see there's nods to him. His hand is starting to act weird. And we see some flashbacks to... Vivica Fox's character, Debbie, Debbie LeCure, and Debbie is on this search for people with demonic hands, and so she ends up, I forget what state she's in, she's far away, dressed up like a nun, and she sees this guy and his hands all like shriveled and like destroyed, and so she's like, damn it, I missed it, it jumped to a new hand, and so she finds out that Anton's hometown, where he's living now, that's the site of the final possess possessioning, I don't know. It they don't really go that far into what the game plan of this evil thing is, but she has to get to his town. So Anton gets back home after buying groceries and dog food and trying to get some weed, and he makes himself a sandwich with the knife that's covered in blood, and <laughs> he sees his cat playing with an eyeball, and he freaks out and he trips. And they have, like, these Halloween, like, stand-up bodies with pumpkin heads. They knock them over, and it's his fucking parents' corpses with pumpkins on their heads. And he's like, Mom, Dad, no. So Anton's friends show up, and Anton's like, the killer is in my house, or he's somewhere over here. Like, we need to get, we gotta find the killer. They find out that the parents, they had a scrap of clothing in their, like, dead grip it's part of Anton's shirt and Peanub and Mick are like we should leave and Mick tries to call 911 Anton his hand reaches over and rips the phone cord out of the wall he says I'm not the killer man just let's talk about this Mick tries to leave and Anton smashes a glass bottle into his head so he breaks it off so it's sharp and jams it into his head. And so Seth Green is down. <laughs> and Peanut runs to the basement. He's like, don't go in the basement. You can't leave. And he's down and he's like, don't kill me, Anton. He's like, I don't want to kill you. Just get past me. My hand's acting weird. Peanut tries to leave the basement. And his demonic hand grabs a saw blade. And chunks that bad boy with the force of, I don't know, to cut through a man's neck. So Peanut gets decapitated. <laughs> so at this point he's I don't know depressed watching TV like I said 
Anton's very much a useless kid, full of weed and just depressed about life. He's killed his parents, and he's killed his best friends. And he grabs his cat and chunks that cat, the hardest I've ever seen a cat fly in a movie, across the street into Molly's front yard. So he heads over to Molly's porch to get his cat back. And the hand rings the doorbell, because I guess it just knows that Molly's there and he can kill someone new. And so Molly's like, hey, you never talked to me. Are you, like, scared of me or something? And then the hand is like, yes, let's go in. So he goes into the house, and Molly starts, like, hitting on Anton. And the hand grabs her ass, and Molly's like, dang, okay. And they start getting it on, and the hand is trying to choke the shit out of her. You know, the evil hand's like, cool, I'm gonna kill this bitch. And so he actually ties himself down all kinky like <laughs> molly's like that's weird but okay and they get back to getting while the getting's good so he leaves because her molly's parents come home and he's like well we can go to the dance tomorrow just i'll see you later he leaves he he buries his parents and mick and peanut in the backyard and he's like i'm sorry y'all i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do with this demonic hand and then Mick and Peanub come back to life. They're zombies. And they knock them the fuck out. So we learn that Mick and Peanub, the second they died, they said that they saw a, a bright white light in a staircase. And then they were like, eh, it's over there. Fuck it. So they had a chance to go to heaven, but they were too lazy to go to heaven. So that's why they're zombies. And I was like, ain't that a bitch? They, they were too lazy to go to, up the stairway to heaven. So two cops track all the killings back to Anton's house. And they come in and they hold, they're holding their guns up. And Anton realizes that if he keeps his hand busy, it won't kill people. And so he's knitting. And the cops come in and they got the guns trained on him. They're like, put down the knitting needles. He's like, just handcuff me, please. I can't stop or my hand will kill you. And they're like, that was a weird sentence to say and he stabs him up with the knitting needles so now he's got two dead cops in his in his fucking front like his living room so anton decides he's got to cut his fucking hand off so he grabs a actually he grabs a a bagel slicer and i remember this scene because uh me and my little sister jasmine uh we used to watch this movie a lot and <laughs> he puts his hand into the bagel slicer and he's like getting himself hype. He's like, <laughs> and he like clicks it. And, and he's like, dude, those things they don't even slice my bagels, man. That thing sucks. And so he grabs a meat cleaver and he cleaves off his fucking, like, not even the hand. He goes up pretty high onto his arm and cuts the shit out of it. And Peanut and Mick, they head to like peanut's house to get like a first aid kit he's like dude you're gonna bleed the fuck out we'll be back be safe homie and so he anton has himself a situation with the hand because now the hand is free and so he's got to fight off just like evil dead 2 he throws the hand into the microwave just like gremlins and cooks the fuck out of it and the hand it's gross as shit in this movie Fun fact I forgot to bring up. So all the hand actions and things like that is the same hand model from the Adams Family movies. 
Oh, the thing? Yeah, so thing. It was, it's the same person. He did all that stuff. So I thought that was really cool. So I guess there's a there's there's a job out there for people that do hand stuff. That sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the second I said it, I was like, that was a lot. <laughs> I mean, technically, all most jobs are for people who do hand stuff. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Anton wins. He killed his hand. I mean, it ain't moving anymore in the microwave. Hooray! So now he's gonna head to the dance with Molly. You know, blood be damned, or you know, fucking cut up arm be damned. I, I gotta get to the games, so I, I get him on that, I guess. Hmm. So as he leaves to go to the dance. Peanut and Mick, they make it back and they have breakfast burritos or just night burritos and they open the microwave and that hand jumps out as fast as fucking possible and scoots off into the night and they see the hand fly off and they're like, was that the hand? Uh-huh. And then they put the burritos into the microwave. They're like, burrito time. And they just start eating. They don't give a shit about, <laughs> about the hand. And it it's funny, Anton comes back real quick because he realizes he probably needs to just really get rid of the hand. And he's like, oh, don't open the microwave. What the fuck? Oh, guys, y'all suck. And he's like, hey, man, it's not our problem. He's like, okay, bye. We brought Band-Aids for you, you dickhead. And Anton runs off. (laughs) The hand's fucking free now. Uh, The hand realizes that it wants to kill Molly real bad. It wants revenge because he couldn't kill her before. So... The hand is on its way to the dance at the high school. He's like, I'm going to kill that bitch. <laughs> so I guess he can see. Or I guess he uses evil to see where it's going. So like I said, around this time, Debbie, she is a, I don't know, a demon hunter. So she's like the Winchesters in this world. She And I brought up with Katie. She has all these costumes and stuff. And she's a badass, got weapons. And she's out trying to save the day. And I thought that was thought that was pretty cool. So she meets up with Randy. And so that's Anton's neighbor. And in any high school funny movie like this, poop jokes, there's always an asshole neighbor with a loud car and and he's a douchebag. So he teams up with Debbie and they're going to try to save the day because they're like, we got to get to Anton before this hand can do whatever it needs. And then it's just all hell on earth. And so they're like, okay. Randy just wants to get with Debbie because, I mean, it's Vivica Fox. I'd, I'd be trying to get in those pants, too. i get you on that, Randy. So, uh, the hand is on its way to the, the fucking dance <laughs> and kills a couple of people on its way there. This one couple were in their car just making out, and the hand comes in. He's like, hey, how's it going, y'all? And just murders them and then just starts scooting its way off. And I was like, God, that fucking blows. I'd be upset. <laughs> so, Anton... Peanut and Mick, they hop into Randy's fucking giant monster truck, and they drive to the dance. And it's really cool. At the dance, hey, what band is that on stage? It's the Offspring. Mm-hmm. So in this world, I don't know if they are the Offspring, or were they just like, they go to the high school? No, they didn't go to the high school. They hired the band. That That's fucking cool. So Offspring's on stage playing... Uh, oh, for what cover they played? They, they did two songs, and I it was a—it was a sweet ass cover to it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they're a really good band, and so they're playing. Uh, 
Molly is waiting on Anton to get there, and she's like, hmm. And Anton gets to the the, the party looking for the hand, and Mick and Peanut, they just they find themselves some people to dance with, and they're like, well, fuck that hand. I mean, it's here. It's not going to leave, so I'll just dance in this corner and look for the hand. The lead singer of The Offspring, Dexter Holland, mm-hmm. he... <laughs> it's Dr. Dexter Holland? Yeah, excuse me, Dr. Dexter Holland. Anton comes on stage and tells everybody, they need to get the fuck out of here because uh, my evil hand is going to kill everybody. Everybody laughs at him and boos. And Dexter, Dr. Dexter Holland... It's telling, okay, guys, get off the stage, crazy man. Hand falls on his head, scalps the son of a bitch. Yanks his head skin off. And I was like, god damn, that hand is strong as hell. Uh, at one point, we see the hand has found a pencil sharpener and is sharpening its fingers. So now they are razor sharp. Fingernails. <laughs> I probably got some in the hand, too. Like the skin No, it, around it had it. Like, grown super long fingernails. Oh, okay. I always assumed that it was like skin and bone with the nail. But yeah, you're right. Probably just the nails. So at this point, we get a lot of chasing and stuff like that. Molly's friend Tanya, she gets like trapped in the vents. And she's too scared to drop down. So the hand like makes her get like strung up by the neck with this whip. And she gets fucking killed. And I was like, damn, that sucks. So... Molly gets knocked out in this, like, one classroom, and Anton fights the hand. At some point, it's jumped inside of the this costume for a puppet, and it's got a face, so now it's got angry eyes, and it's, like, attacking people. Like I said, it gets real silly. There was an original idea that there was going to be a pool and, like, demons coming out of the pool and the hand. It was, like, this real scary situation, but the test screenings and stuff were like they don't really match up with all the silly stuff you had us watch earlier and then it gets real serious at the end and they were like fuck we did too much silly shit before can't just go serious silly 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 serious no you gotta stay silly like to an extent so that's what happens when you fuck around too much with the silly shit so the hand (laughs) the hand is attacking people and it drags Molly's body to the auto shop and it's strapped her to a car and it's gonna smush her on the ceiling and Anton, Mick, and Peanut are fighting the hand over the the control it's like one long like fucking stick you gotta bring down and the hand the hand is right in the wedge so they can't move it and it's fighting all these people off hand's stupid strong so Mick finds this bong that he made with auto shop he's like i made this they're like no you didn't he's like you don't even have auto shop when did you make this he's like i made yesterday he's like you were dead yesterday dumbass and they smoke and they blow the smoke into the hand well inside the puppet suit and the hand gets high and it gets sleepy the eyes get all sleepy looking and then it falls off the controls it got high and they save molly hooray so debbie throws a ritual knife into the hand and it it just like poops away mm-hmm. and seth green's like that was it he's like then like explode or anything or catch on fire that like that was it they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah he's like damn that was so anticlimactic man like we were fighting that hand for a long time so 
uh, Randy and, and Debbie, they run off to have ritualistic sex. He's like, that's what we do now. And Randy's like, yes, ma'am. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, anytime he, she, he gets Molly from the top of the car and they go under it. And then Mick and Peanut, they're fighting over the bong because they want to get high. And they bump into the controls. And Anton is crushed by the car. What the fuck? <laughs> so, at this point, Anton, he sees, you see this white light real quick. And they're, like, talking to him. And then Anton's in his full body cast in the hospital. And you learn that he gave up a chance to go to heaven to stay with Molly. Understandable. And Mick and Peanut, they finally went to heaven. And so now they're his guardian angels. I don't understand how they got that job. They just got there, and now they're guardian angels. And so, as they leave to get him some snacks from, like, the hospital, he looks at the roof, and he sees a message saying, I am under this bed. And he's like, oh my god! And he's in a full body cast, so he can't leave, and he's screaming. And Mick and Peanut are like, hey, should we tell him that we wrote that message? And he's like, eh, we'll tell him later. And just walk off through walls. I'm like, yeah, the dickheads. He's freaking out in there. I'd be crying. I'm like, we just got rid of this hand. Now the hand is back. My other hand's evil now. So that was Idle Hands. So Katie, who was your favorite character in Idle Hands? Uh, I really liked Mick. That's Seth Green's character because he was legitimately trying to stop Anton from just acting a fucking fool the whole he time. He really was really. He like, he was voice like the the voice of reason, kind of the straight man in this like ridiculous comedy romp that was this movie and it was kind of out of character for Seth Green because he doesn't usually play like a smart character he always like aside from in Austin Powers franchise he typically plays like just an off the wall like insane skater kid and he wasn't in this one so that's what else he was in he was in it Thank you. I was like, I know Seth Green was in something else scary, and it was It. <laughs> he oh, was yeah. one of the kids in the original. He was Richie. Uh, TV movie It. Yeah, yeah, he was Richie. Yeah, beep, beep, Richie. Yeah. Yeah, Richie toes you. Uh, I always liked Anton, but this time watching it, no, Mick and Peanut, man, his buddies. It's funny. They have this mix of, holy shit, we got to stop this hand because it's evil, and it killed us. And then they're like, ooh, burritos. And they just ignore what's happening around them. They open that microwave, and the hand just flies out and goes through a window and just leaves. And they're like, huh. And they just put the burritos in the, in the microwave. They don't give a shit. They're like, I'm already dead. I, I have no fear of this thing. Uh, so it's really funny, even though they still have common sense in their minds. Because the whole time, uh, oh, when the cops get there, and they're like, hey, Anton, you should probably, like, give up so you don't die. And then the cops start talking shit. They're like, you know what? Fucking kill them. <laughs> These cops are assholes. Like, yeah, do do the hand thing. Kill them. <laughs> but no, they're they're hilarious in this movie. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character in this movie? That would be whoever wrote Jessica Alba's character. Yeah. I am for sure team women writing women because. This movie just proves that men don't know how to do it. She, her character was so one-dimensional and just like this slutty, horny teen that didn't make 
any fucking sense. She was immediately in love with Devin Sawa and, like, Let's Bone the minute he brought back her lyric journal. And it was just like, you don't even know him. Like, what is this? And just everything about her character in this movie was atrocious. Like, she... Her acting was fine, but she was written terribly. She was just like this skank girl next door that he'd been in love with. And it just didn't make any sense. Garbage. I I went with just Anton's life choices in this movie. <laughs> like, I get it. He, he has a, a demonic hand and it's killing people. He just went about everything the wrong way. And I get it. He's useless that's the hero's journey for Anton. He has to get better. At one point in the movie, he's like, no, man, I, we gotta do more than just get high. And I'm like, hey, he's evolving. He's trying. So I, I get it, but yeah, he was so dumb and useless. But he got better. I mean, shit. He said fucking and cut his arm off. And I was like, that's hardcore shit. That's, that's some Ash Evil Dead shit. An old girl from the new Evil Dead with that fucking turkey cutter she sure did cut her fucking arm off too she said fuck that noise my hand has got rabies in it or something mm-hmm. slicey slicey so yeah his life choices were terrible so let's do seven word synopsis only have one because i was giggling watching this movie stoner gets demonic hand and sexy girlfriend katie slacker sawa kills everyone because demon hand <laughs> because demon hand Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this film came out april 30th 1999 my god that was a long time ago 23 years right Mm -hmm. (gasps) we're getting old katie don't you say that don't (laughs) you put that evil on me ricky bobby (laughs) so what do you think the budget for idle hands was uh i said eight dollar dues not bad the budget was around twenty-five dollar dues. That's too many dollar dues. This movie was not that good. Seriously. <laughs> Yikes. So, what do you think the box office was? Uh, twenty dollar dues. The box office was four point two dollar dues. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh my god! What just garbage? Yeah, it. A lot of the reviews said it was just like a weird mix of slapstick and gore. It just, I don't know. It just was weird. I, I, I think this movie didn't come out at the right time, or I, I don't know. I'd love to see the version of this movie that was more legit scary movie than silly. But even the silly was just. I don't know, just a little too silly. I don't know. It it had identity crisis a lot of the time. They yeah. really didn't know what they wanted to do with it. But it was a pretty solid idea, like Devin Sawa. Like you have to have the right person that can play someone that has a hand that's doing its own thing. Just like in Evil Dead Two when Bruce Campbell did all those scenes with the fucking his hand trying to kill him and he had just had makeup on his hand and he was doing fucking front flips because the hand was throwing his body around and stuff with the right person you can make a scene look like that hand is its own person and he was doing that right it's just i don't know the movie just didn't complement 
what he was doing. I don't know. When the three boys were together doing jokes and stuff and talking, I thought that was great. They mm-hmm. felt like real friends. It's just, I don't know, there were certain scenes that just, I don't know. I get it. It makes sense why it didn't make money. I get it. So, minority kill count, none. The parents died. The two twins that worked at the Burger Jungle. And the cops. And the cops. They were white. I don't think a person of color died in this movie. There was only one person of color that I can even think of, and it was Vivica Fox. I think someone at the dance might have been blind. Maybe. But no one who got, like, speaking lines. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Discalba. Not good job at just fucking horrible writing and inclusion. I mean... I mean, Jessica Alba lived, so good for her. Yeah, she'd have been, like, the one to get snatched up, so I'm happy for her. So, the minority kill count is still at 238 and a Tito Turtle and a house full of zombies. Made a little house... With the steeple, and inside are the vampire people. Not zombies, vampires. Oh, I said zombies, damn. The first time, it's fine. My head is just, I always think about zombies. (laughs) That's fine. So, do you have anything? Oh, before we end, so last episode when we did Fresh, we came up with, uh, like, our own taglines, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of want to keep that going. We we started this like I mean, a little. It's, a, it's okay when the taglines suck. We'll do it when the taglines okay. suck. I don't want to do it if the taglines are actually worthwhile. Okay. okay, we'll do that. I'll say the tagline, and then we're like, that sucked, and then we'll just pause real quick and just like think up something real fast, and then we'll go from there. I, I like that. So, Katie came up with a tagline because this one it's not that good. So, what do you got? What was the tagline for this movie again? It was. The comedy that gives horror films the backhand. Yikes. Uh, I said, this Halloween, Anton has his hands full. That's really good. Because it's, it's a double meaning. Because he was grabbing them cheeks. In the trailer, he it'd was. be him grabbing her butt right then. And then the next scene be him, like the knife yeah. in the hand. Damn, that's a really good one. Yep. And you imagine the like deep voice guy that did the trailers in yeah, for every nineties and two thousands yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Halloween, Anton has his hands full. Oh hell yeah. Grabbing cheeks. Yeah, that'd be great. Good job, Katie. Shit. So do you have anything else to say about Idle Hands? Nope. It was okay. You don't have to watch it. If you remember it when you were from when you were young, cool story. I guess watch it again. But yeah, watch it for the funny scenes with the guys together. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it, like if you like me, don't remember it at all or haven't seen it in ever, it's just meh. It's a lot of stoner jokes and a lot of outdated shit. So it's a cool idea. It just wasn't executed properly, I think. Yeah. So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Jessica Alba or Devin Sawa, apparently Devin Sawa in that new Chucky show, he's fucking amazing in it. And people are like, he should really like win an award or something. He's fucking cool. Oh yeah. You can tweet us at Alan Tumper. We email it is Alan Tumper's at gmail.com. We have Facebook at Alan Tumper's. So the music you listen to right now, that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So with that, that is episode 12. 
So we got 19 more Katie looks last for Mercy. Look how far we've come, my baby. <laughs> I don't know why you keep fucking singing that. Like, I know that. Who is that? Barry Manilow? Yeah. I don't know that fucking song. Everybody knows Shania Twain. It's the Yeah. Greg. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows the Shania Twain song. Stop trying to get ma- make Mary, Barry Manilow happen. Yeah. Stop making that a thing. <laughs> So, like I said, we, we, you know, we're close to halfway. There's some solid, farm fresh, new movies coming out. I'm curious about Terrifier 2. Y'all heard that review when I watched that first one? And I said, this movie's a smut film. The second one's coming out. It looks pretty dang good. Barbarian. So, and, hey, Halloween ends. There are some solid new movies out there on the horizon. And we might review them. We're actually going to review the majority of those ones I said. <laughs> so, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Katie, what would you do if high school me, like, hopped into your window and we were making out and I, like, tied myself down like that? Be very confused. Where'd you find ties? <laughs> I came in with zip ties. I'm like, hey, we're gonna get busy, but I gotta. I'm just gonna put this hand just down over here. No, it wouldn't happen. I mean, oh shit, <laughs> Katie, like that's weird looking, but high school you couldn't have handled high school me, so Ooh, probably, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that situation would have been like. <laughs> oh man, now, that's spooky.